Hey, it's Myra. And this is Rhonda. And, and welcome, welcome to We Choose Love. Where we discuss the complexities of love, relationships, and marriage. Today's show actually has a little twist. We were hanging out with some friends and organically started talking about gender identity. And said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have to record this. This is some great stuff because we wanted to do a show about gender identity. So we asked our friends if we could record what we were talking about. And this way we can share some different experiences with our listeners. So please welcome Nick, who owns a very successful cleaning company called Nick and Son. And meet Coley, who is a musician, a sound engineer, and she has degrees in both music production and her master's in business entertainment. And she's looking to go to law school. And let's not forget Miss Onyx Keisha, who's an international award-winning filmmaker, thespian, talk show host, activist, and just straight up diva. We wouldn't even be here today if it wasn't for her. She's the owner of Onyx Keisha Films, and she's produced and directed over a dozen short films, features, and web shows. She's also the founder of Empower Arts, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering the youth and community through arts, education, and creative expression with branches in both Atlanta and New Jersey. Let's do it, ladies. Do you think straight women really date transgender? That's the reason why I think somebody came up with pansexual. I don't know. I because, but I know so many lesbians, straight women who, I know so many lesbians who only date straight women. Yeah, and what is that about? And then they always got issues. And like, they got how was the woman straight? Well, they were, they, she was, <laughs> or she might be married. As, as, you, as babe, as you say, spaghetti straight to your boilet. Right. <laughs> I just heard something. Was that me? Um, I don't know. I feel like this whole identity question or conversation is just so interesting. And I think we have to continue to talk about it so that mm-hmm. people can feel. One of the things that... Um, I have a friend who last year, I'm a new friend. I worked with this person at that time. They identified as she. Then I see them now a year later and we were working with some LGBTQ youth with HBO. And um, they said because of them, they were young, they were high school and we were working with them. And because of them, now I saw my friend a year later and they said, I, because of them, I now realize that I don't identify as she anymore. You know, like I want to be called they. And so I was thinking to myself, wow, this is so, it, it's like liberating, but it takes out of courage. Mm-hmm. A lot of courage. And then there's a lot of adjustment that everyone has to make. So, mm-hmm. you know, Nick, I want to know from you what, a little bit about what your journey, <laughs> wherever you want to start, has been in terms of like you coming out and knowing, you know, sharing who your true self is. And then also the kind of way and with, with, with your community, your friends, family, how they were able to take it. Well, um, I've known I was different um, since I was, I say five, five years old, but I didn't know what it was, what to call it, mm-hmm. how to explain it. I just knew that I wasn't, you know, I was assigned female at birth. Um, but 
I looked at all the females and I'm like, I'm not like that at all. Nothing, nothing. Um, so, but, um, so as I got older, you know, puberty and everything, you start looking at guys, girls, whatever. I like girls. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm, I'm a girl. You know, that's what I was told. I'm a girl. Um, so what happened then was, is um, <clears throat> I was like, well, society doesn't want me to be this way. So I tried to be with guys and this, that. But right. I, was, I was never happy. Never happy. It was just like, uh, like reading a book, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Being with guys. Yeah. It yeah. was just a waste. So I finally was with a woman and I was like, oh, I'm not turning back now. <laughs> so at that time, did you think you were just, did you identify and say, oh, I'm I gay, I'm lesbian. lesbian. Okay. Right. Because, were you in high school? Because I'm a girl. No. I was, I was an adult. Oh. Wow. An adult. Like I, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> because I've known since I was five that I, you know, I wasn't what they said I was. Right. I remember kissing that doll at five. <laughs> You kissed a doll? At five. At five. And I remember my mom coming to the room saying, what are you doing? And instantly I knew, I felt like it was something I shouldn't be doing. Right. Because because my doll was, it was a tall doll. So I was kind of like on my knees and so that we could be. You was on your knees doing like, what? <laughs> so That's why you're so good. So that, okay. I, you know what? So that I was at her lips. <laughs> And so I kissed her and you, so then, you know what, table. whatever. <laughs> Onyx, whatever. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I just said, oh, I thought she was chocolate. Oh, my God. Because it was this chocolate thing that I had. Like, I know it's spicy cake, right? So it was five. I'm just saying, like, I remember. So five. go ahead. At five. Oh, no. <clears throat> Maybe you remember. At five, I, my mom caught me in the bathroom standing up pink. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I got in so much trouble. So I thought, you know, but all how I feel, everything, it's it's wrong, it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you remind me of that. <laughs> so moving forward, um, so I identified as lesbian. Um, and I t- actually told my mom uh, at one point, and sh- she was reading a book at the time and she didn't even look up. She was oh. like, Yeah, I already knew. Why didn't you tell me? It would have made <laughs> my life so much easier, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, would you have listened to me? Yes. I would have been so happy. Like, it was just like a weight was lifted off of me. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, looking at these lesbians, I was like, I feel like a lesbian. So I went from lesbian to androgynous. Okay. To, I knew for sure I was um, an F10. I was trans. But then... I still felt like I didn't want to transition. In my mind, I don't think I had all the all the correct terms or what this meant, what that right. meant. I just knew I was me, and this is who I I know I do not feel like a female. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that for a fact, but, you know, I didn't... Back then, I didn't even know there was a such thing as trans or right, transition. Right. But I was reminded by Onyx, actually, that 
You were trans way back before it became a fad or everybody started oh, trans. What do you mean? Can you elaborate a little bit, Onyx? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the crazy thing is now I'm like a huge trans advocate. Uh-huh. My stepson um, transitioned his senior year of high school uh-huh. and entered college as a he. And I have so many loving people around me who are trans. However, when Nick, when we were together, And Nick came to me and said, I believe that I am trans. I said, I love you. I support you, but I cannot be with you Mm -hmm. because I am a lesbian. I just came out. I was a rainbow child and Mm -hmm. I did not want to go back. I came out of a a marriage to a man. I didn't want to go back to being straight. So it was like I supported him like. He wanted to bind. We got the stuff. He wanted to, you know, feel anatomically correct. That happened. But I was like, we can no longer be. Just to turn around and come to a space where now I'm fully accepting of it. And so when Nick was having a conversation with me about, I don't know if I'm trans, you know, I'm just me. And I reminded him of that conversation we had over a decade ago. And this was just and, recently. Yeah. Wow. Last week. <laughs> it reminded him of, no, remember when you took the steps before trans was even as uh, readily available as it right. is? Like you were already knowing who you were. So now's not the time to be insecure about that. Now's the right. time to know this is who I am. Right. It's just, it's just so and weird so, because you see people, they take tea, they do this, they do this. Um, but, I mean, it's just me already, you know? No tea. No tea. This is <laughs> just me. The voice, everything. So I was like, I so, don't know. So I was like, am I trans? I can't be trans because trans is when you transition, you know? You, ah. But, you already but that's you, you feel like yeah. I was already there. Right. The transition but I think too. that's like the biggest point, like that yeah. you feel like yourself, whether you right. actually whatever steps you take or don't take that you actually are able to be. So then the only thing I would I'm going to do is I'm going to get top surgery. OK, definitely. It changed my name. Yes. Uh, like legally. Yes. OK. Why? Because Nick is what we're calling you, but but the other name is not right. who you feel. <laughs> and okay. it's problematic, actually. Oh, why? Oh, yes. In what way? OK. <laughs> this voice. My my birth given name is Nicole. OK. Make a phone call. Try to pay a phone bill. Try to be me. Period. It's wow. a problem. It was so bad. It got the worst thing that's ever happened is um, move back from Georgia, move back to New Jersey. And I had an issue. Somebody got into my bank account. Oh. I have Regents bank account and it's not in New Jersey or in the tri-state area. Um, I tried to get access to my account and they wouldn't let me. They flagged my account for fraud. But you, they because flagged, of how you sounded, right. they didn't believe you were Nicole. They, right. I had to get Onyx <gasps> to be me. Yeah. For ten. Now Whoa. they let her get the information, but yeah. they didn't let me get Now that is also, that's really a good point that you bring it up. All the time. All the time. I, I, I did not make a phone call. Wow. And see, that's the thing. Like, why is that? That's the whole thing about what is considered feminine. Yes. Yeah. Why yes. can't a Nicole have a deep voice? Right. Right, Absolutely. Coley? Absolutely. I always date women with deep voices. I love voice, huh. deep voices. My, my voice is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that deep. <laughs> but no. So, okay. So let's, let me ask you this. So now you, you come to this and you have this. So 
what was the kind of um, conversations or response or feeling? What did you have to go through in your environment, a friends, family, work, those kind of things? Well, friends, I could care less. Um, but no, no, it's not true. Let me stop. Um, my mom was easy. Well, um, as far as trans, they don't know yet. As far as me being trans, they, they really don't know yet. I had a conversation with my cousin before, but at that time, uh, I was saying, no, I'm not trans. You know, I'm not, I don't want to transition is what I was telling her. But she's, um, she's straight, so she doesn't understand any of it. So it's like. <laughs> so there's that education piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That and we then I have an aunt about. that kind of like just really, she's one of those Christians that is like, you're going to hell. Uh, she stopped talking to me. Um, and a lot of family members got on her. So my family's okay. My dad, he uh, he's more afraid of what might happen to me because right. of the lifestyle. And he always says it's a choice. The choices that you make in life up until, I say, this year. Now he doesn't say that anymore. So I guess he's more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, feel, I find it so... It makes me mad when people say, well, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Who would choose it? Right. Who would choose to be just so different and be under such scrutiny and, you know, have to deal with all different types? Who would choose that? It's like, this is who a person is. Right. You, it's not a choice. The only choice is living as you, who right. you really are. That's the choice. That's the choice. That's like, you're either going to stay repressed and live the life that everybody's society wants you to live, right. or you're going to make a choice to... Just live how you want to be as hard as it hard as it might be. Right. That's but that's it. But then we are the most fun ass people ever. <laughs> they always because family is always people are always like it's gonna be such a hard life. And it's like, hello. Right. <laughs> Heterosexual people have really fucking hard ass shit too. And they don't, it's not as colorful or as fun as our life. Sorry to say, people. That's why y'all want to hang out with us. Right, right. And the, you know, the rainbow specs, the, the majestic uh, spectrum of yeah, our community. Right. right now, I'm thinking, well, it's fresh. Like, I mean, we really. This is fresh. That I'm asking you this, and this, this is This conversation, me and Onyx has been. I told her I was like, I don't feel. You know, I was having a battle, and you know, I feel like I can tell Onyx anything. Like that's my best friend. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, really, I got, no, I trust her with my everything, my soul. Like that's how deep it is. But um. We just had this conversation. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, because so I didn't I'm understand. Just... Like when you see somebody, and I'm sure we've all experienced this, we see somebody not living in their truth mm. and making excuses or rationalizing who they are to kind of fit into yeah. what they seem, what they think is correct. It's like I was witnessing that. And so we've known each other for you know, years. 15 years. And so for me to come back and now be in such a close relationship and to see that Nick wasn't living his truth, it was like I had to speak on that. Because previously, you know, like our relationship essentially ended because he was so strong on being trans wow. to come back and it's like, well, I don't know if I'm really trans. And it's like, hell no, you sacrifice us. <laughs> right, right. Damn it. Right. You, are, you trans. are trans, damn it. You're going to be trans today. Right. <laughs> but, and then the reality is, every. I mean, I know you guys can't see Nick, but 
Nick has full facial hair. Nick, everywhere we go, it's he, 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 oh, yeah. he. I can't go into a women's bathroom. Uh, yeah. Men will come into the men's bathroom. I have a cleaning company. And I'll be cleaning like the men's bathroom or something. And they'll just come in, go to the bathroom like it's nothing. Right. You know, yeah. So most of the time, it's rare that somebody, the only thing I might get usually is like a double take, like uh, they don't know what to say. They're like, but most of the time I pass. Mm-hmm. All the time. Nine times out of ten. But yeah. Onyx, that's, that's like, that's like such love mm-hmm. because you care about Nick so much that you want to make sure that he's being true to himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and that's 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 true love yeah. and that's what we talk about you know on this show is like being able to love this like unconditional communication yes. and I think it's really real because I feel I would have done the same thing if mm-hmm. you came to me Rhonda and you said you know you felt <laughs> why are you looking at me like that you want to transition <laughs> I would probably be like no I can't be with you I don't know I, I think you said something different before I think you said you would still be with me is that what you think? Yes. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that's what you said. Maybe my evolved self now. Okay, me. Okay. Maybe back then I probably said no. My evolved self, I guess I would try to deal with it. But I'd be really, really, um, I don't know if I'd be such a good partner because I'd be like, what you wearing? How, what you got? What do you mean? What's what going you, on? You, still, you do that now. <laughs> I'm like, you know, different. I, 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 put a, I put a sweater on and she's like, mm, looks kind of big. Okay, do I have a pin in the back of my sweater? Yes. <laughs> Because of her. <laughs> Taking this off. That is <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'm all about like how to do it. So, so what do you think? Is so let, let's, what do you think are some <laughs> what do you think are some um I don't know, some things that I don't know, education wise. I think there's a whole like thing of education that needs to happen. Right. Because our world is still divided by male and female. There's boxes yeah. you have to check for every time that you go somewhere. For me. Right. So how is talk about that a little bit? I don't, I don't really know what the answer is, but I don't know. Other, not other. Non-binary. What do you feel about the, well, what do you so think many, about non-binary? What do you think about that? These terminologies. It's that just like everybody's about. just trying to fit into everybody wants to be who they are and not be put in. OK. In a certain box, because I was. Yeah, that's exactly. They want to be who they are. And okay, like you're like, oh, I don't fit here. I'm not androgynous. I'm not female. I'm not male. I'm not this. I'm not that. Even within the transgender communities, there's so many different things. There's demi boys, demi girls. What is that? Oh, uh, that's um You brought it up. <laughs> there's stuff. Demi. There's like there's Ooh, what's a demi? Demi means like half? No. Look, what is demi? All right. All right, let's Google this. Right. This is important because we need to learn because, we know, like I, we always speak about this and, 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 you know, me growing up in our kind of generation, things were very just black. You had to just choose lesbian, gay, gay with males, lesbian with women. And then there was bisexual. There wasn't a lot of things. Right. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, kind of like I feel, but I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure this out. I mean, I think I'm. I'm sure I'm trans, but then there's like this. Then they threw in all these this demi stuff. And who stuff comes up and, with these things? Oh, somebody who has too much time in their hands. Yeah, but a demi is more like okay. Um, like I don't feel like I need to. Oh, you do don't have to do to all. You don't have to do a okay. like yeah, surgery, know. all kind of surgeries and stuff. Yeah, I feel. I have the definition. Okay. 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 And then we go to Coley because Coley was 
the Coley was about to say something. Yes, and I, you know. <laughs> um, so a demi boy or a demi guy, demi man, demi male is a gender identity describing someone who partially but not wholly Fools. identifies as a man, boy, or otherwise masculine. Whatever their assigned gender is at birth, they may or may not identify as another gender fully but partially. So, oh, okay. So here okay. it is. I don't identify as a female at all whatsoever. I have no connection to it. Okay. Um, but I'm not 100% sure that I'm a male. You don't identify completely. Fine. Right. Yeah. So, so what does that leave? And I'm told I have to choose one or the other because that's all there is, is I... male and female. But I'm like, why? Why? Why is that? So who's, who says that? Okay. And society, again, you know. Okay. Making me choose. Coley, what were you going to say? I think in regard to labels and putting boxes and having so many sub, sub, so many sub levels and, you know, sub genres, so to speak, as far as identities within LGBTQI and all those things, I think it's about significance. If you can put a label on something, mm-hmm. it, I think that presents, for that person, it presents recognition. Being able to say, I matter because I now have a name. You can call something it, but if you give it, for example, Myra, Myra is a person. If you say it, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the signing of labels within the community and, and, and subgenres and things like that, it's just about recognition and being able to say, this is what I identify as, and it's not broad, it's specific to me. This is I who see. I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I so it's important. I'm like, I always felt like I didn't fit anywhere. You feel that way now? No, Still? not so much. Not so not much. Not so much. Yeah. Do you think... I was going to say, how about dating? How does dating work for you? Just, I mean... Yeah, well, who do you the, like to date? Because that's another thing. Uh, Your gender identity versus who you like to sleep with is right. a whole thing, too. You need to talk about your... And everybody... Everybody... Everybody, you know, feels... Huh? Some people think it's all, it's the same thing. And it's not like who you see with and how you identify is totally different. Some people are like, oh, you transitions or you this and then you only should like that. But right. it's not That's necessarily not the, case. the case. Uh, no, because I've dated when I was a stud. I was in a relationship with another stud who actually then transitioned to um, male. So, you know, Onyx before that, um, but. Yeah, I've been with studs. I've been with fems. So you're trans. You're open, whoever you... Right. We love each other. Okay. But not anymore, I think. You know. Now you think now what? I'm just... Now you think you just why did you? Huh? What? No. Right, right. What? <laughs> Carly, you say what? Don't. I didn't, I didn't why, why? 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 <laughs> just kidding. Really? Okay. So what do you say? I'm no gonna question. say. Yeah, so no what do you say? Here's a question. No give me some, Nick. Give me some. No questions. Yeah. Don't want me to say. So here's a question that I think um, I'm gonna throw out a couple of things that I've heard that are derogatory to, in in my mind and what I feel, but I want to throw them out to hear you know your response to them. So sometimes I have heard. Um, you know, trans people or they're just confused. Mm-hmm. Some of them are. So, you know, what are we supposed to do? They're confused. Like, so we can't really help them. They're confused. How are we supposed to figure it out mm-hmm. as a society? That's one. Um, bisexual uh, people are just greedy. Mm-hmm. 
They just want everything. Mm. Because you can get everything with a, a woman. That's why I don't understand that. Like, if, <laughs> if, if bisexuality was just about getting everything, like, when you're with a female, especially certain women, like, you're going to get penetration. You're going to get everything a woman brings and everything a man brings. So, I don't see that greediness, but I didn't mean to interject. <laughs> no, that's I want to hear your feedback with that. <laughs> I want to hear your feedback with that. Yeah. That makes um, sense. That makes sense. Um, let me see some other thing. I'm trying to think of some other things. Anything that you want to share that really kind of pisses you off when they you're yeah. put in some type of situation like, what you is have it? to respond to. I mean, stuff has happened to me, but I don't feel like it was like they couldn't help them. It wasn't their fault. It's I mean, the way I look at everything, like, oh, man, <laughs> I was in, um, where was I? Uh, like, the the bus station. I was traveling. I was coming back to New Jersey from Georgia on the bus. And I was with my, at the time, uh, my ex, the, the trans guy. Um, but I went to the bathroom, the ladies' bathroom. And they called security on me. Uh, so, but, I mean, it's not... Like what do you what do you do? It's not it wasn't her fault. You know? So then, what happened so with that situation? How did what do you say to the police? That you know, pull up my shirt. I mean, what what can I do? I just saw you know show my ID, and they're like, you know, you're not supposed. Still, that didn't really that didn't really help too much. You know, it's just a matter of he had to believe me, and luckily he did. You know. Because what, what were they going to do? Frisk me? Right. Yeah, you know? But see, we, the, I'm sorry, sorry. Just being in the South. Mm-hmm. Can't I, even I've gotten imagine. pulled I mean, over so many New times. New York and Los Angeles where, you know, it's more open. Seems like. Yeah, but it happened in, 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 in New York. I mean, in L.A. too. In the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm-hmm. There was someone that we knew. Right. Freckles who went up in there and went to the bathroom and it was a whole thing. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I just think like... Um, I'm all about solutions, right? I'm all about like, how can we live together? How can we figure this out? And I do say, I do think that there's some education and willingness, right? There needs to be a willingness. We need to be willing in all communities to try to figure this out. Mm -hmm. I don't always know the answer and I'm part of the community. I don't know necessarily what to say. Sometimes I trip up and call my friend the wrong mm-hmm. pronoun and I have to like, mm-hmm. you know, well, you do that. Effort. Yeah, that's, and that's I think respect. that's what we say. Let's like yeah. try to understand because this is the real world. Yes. We lived in a world where everything was supposedly black and white, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of another analogy, where it's just like, this is who people are and this is and it's not like that anymore mm-hmm. as technology has has surpassed right what we thought it would be we as human beings need to surpass right. that we need to come and be mm-hmm. in these gray areas and understand and i think if we have that kind of tolerance mm-hmm. and understand tolerance no i hate that word but just more willingness yes. to um just try to understand. I think that's important. And respect that. I don't always understand respect. because respect to me, yeah, and yeah, respect. I think, sorry. I think. Yeah. I feel like I don't always understand because I'm a person that needs things to be really, really clear. But that's okay. Are we friends? We're not friends. Are we just fucking? We just like, right. Yeah. Are we <laughs> friends yeah, of benefit? Yeah, 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 like yeah. it has to be so clear. And so I need things to be like in yeah. these kind of boxes in that boxes. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I can't even imagine what it's like to walk through a world 
where you don't want to be called he or she you want to and you don't want to be placed in this thing to me that's so confusing in my own it, spirit it like i would just be like every day like i couldn't deal it's it's tough it's it's it really is it's hard but you just push on and i'm like hopefully one day i figure it out yeah, and and you'll you'll be able to be, but you still should be able to be free wherever you go. Oh, I, I, I'm always me. Like I don't change. I'm still me, but I just don't ask me who am I. You know, <laughs> don't ask me to check that box. Like well, I hate those things. That's that gives me. So and that could be applied to everything. I feel like America is really, really, really into that kind of thing of the labels yes. when it comes because we have the whole race issue. Whereas if you leave the country, you're just basically mm-hmm. American, American, right? Um, or you're no, you're just like you check American. You don't check Black American, White American, Gay American, Man. You don't check nothing. You're just American. How about the box where it's non-white? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nah, that's a weird. Vibe. Or non-Hispanic. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. That's a weird. That's that. a weird vibe. Yeah. And it's so interesting. My son is um, biracial, so and. He is like, you know, as he's gotten older, he identifies as being African-American. But I remember having that conversation really early on about the box, you know, like, where does he fit? And even on an ethnicity level, we have that, let alone on a gender level that people are not even open to receive yet. So interesting. But our daughter, we have a daughter, um, a beautiful daughter that we adopted together. And you and Nick? She, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And she corrects me. If I ever say she, my daughter is like, he, mommy, he. Because very early on, Nick had that conversation. Like, this is who I am. Actually, she laughed when I told her I used to be a girl. You know, explain to her. Because she's 10 now, but I think I told her when she was like six. Mm-hmm. Kids are the best. Yes. She cracked up. She was like, New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was like, I she she could never like have been that in her mind. Yeah, yeah. She laughed like, I, she just kept laughing. Like, <laughs> she was just looking at me. Like, <laughs> wow. And I showed her a picture. She's like, <laughs> Wow! So kids kids are so pure, like open. The whole world was like that. That is our message today, right? Is that not our message today? Like, if the whole world could just be accepting, kids are so real and open and caring. They they only learn to be people who are, you know, prejudiced or judgmental through. Adults, right? Right. So, like, right. when they they just want they just want to be happy with you and have some fun, mm-hmm. and they want to be your friend right. and 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 want you to be who you are. Yeah. So, I feel like we could learn a lot from that. Yeah, which you just shared, right? I think Good. I'm. I think the dialogue is the most important. Mm, Opening, yes. sitting at the table, like we're doing this round table where we're just just. Asking the questions and talking about it because I think it's not going to be solved. Just, you know, one person determining it. it's up to us, especially people of color. It's really up to us to determine how things are going to move forward, you know, every day because we make our own history. Right. We have to because our history is always skewed. They still teaching Boston Tea Bar, all kind of crazy shit. And they still teaching the same old stuff from 1950s in school. 50s, 40s, 40s, 30s, and they're not incorporating all this. So I think each, I always say like you, thank you so much, Nick. What? 
Thank you. I kind of yeah. like just put you here on the no, spot and ask you these things. And I, I really appreciate you opening yeah. up. You know, I believe God is good because I need to talk about, I'm not a person that talks much. So it's good that I talk about it. Thank you. And Thank it's you. It's great that, you know, I believe that people, if you don't understand something, you should ask questions. I have so much respect and love for that. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys. I think that's good. Ask questions you don't understand yes, right. with compassion right. and, you know, respect. Because then it gives the opportunity. We choose love. Yes. Right. Yes. We love every person that's good and kind. It doesn't really matter your identity. The, the biggest, most important identity is human being. Yes. That's how I believe. And we're all human beings. So with that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Onyx. Thank you, Coley. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, my beloved Rhonda, for being here today. That wraps it up for today. And like I said, we always, always, always thank you for all listening to us. Yes. And you can find our podcast on iTunes, on CastBox, in the Google Play Store, and on Spotify. And be sure to click subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And you can follow our show on Instagram at We Choose Love Always and follow us both at Myra Gandy and at Rhonda Live Well. And connect with us on Facebook at We Choose Love Always. Follow us on Twitter at We Choose Love Now and send us your questions via email at We Choose Love Always at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening. Keep it loving. And remember to always choose love.